It's inevitable. You're going to give a presentation. So watch closely so you know how to deliver a great presentation. Sometime soon, you're going to be giving a presentation. It's inevitable. You know because of who you are and your personality that this presentation is going to happen. And so I'm going to share with you some tips that are going to make a great difference for you and a great improvement on your presentation that you're going to do. So first off, you got to really just fall in love with the people. You know, giving presentations is that public, you know, conversation and being afraid of the public. Ah, forget all that stuff. If you can fall in love with talking to one person, you can talk to a large group. It really is. It's really a one-on-one conversation and calm your mind down. You can't make everybody happy out there in that audience. You really can't. So what you do is you imagine yourself giving advice to one good friend in the audience. That's all you got to think about is you're sharing your advice with one good friend. And if you can imagine that that one good friend is really listening to you, you will pour out your passion on those people in your presentation. So with people, be sure that you have great eye contact. Really look at the individuals in your audience. Don't look over their head. Don't stare at the back wall. Don't, you know, go off in la-la land. You really show a lot of confidence when you give great eye contact. Smile shows you're smart. Smile shows you smart. So every time you smile and the audience is looking at you, they're like, man, that person's confident. They're smart. They know what they're doing. You could be shaking like crazy on the inside, but if you got a smile on your face, oh my goodness, they, they think you got it all put together. So big smile, great eye contact. Now, the other thing is when you're in front of an audience, you want to give attention to all areas of the room. Sometimes a presenter will stand there and just stare straight forward. And, and there's people sitting over on the right side and the left side, and they get no attention, not even a look in that direction. So be sure to address or connect with each section of the room. And wherever I'm speaking, I like to divide the room up into three sections, a left, a right, and the middle. And then I want to make sure I'm giving equal attention to each one of those areas. Great, great tips here to connect with the people. Second is your presence. And with your presence, something you can do to really raise that look of confidence is when you're standing up in front of people, lift your chin up just a little bit, not way up there. That looks weird. But just raise your chin up just a little bit because most of us are looking down to the audience and watch my face. When I look down, it actually looks like something's wrong. But when I look up, I look hopeful, like I have a vision of where we're going. So chin up. Next thing, hands. Don't put them in your pockets. Don't put them back behind your back. Keep them out here so that people can see your hands. When they can see your hands, they trust you. When they can't see your hands, they don't know what's going on. So allow them to see your hands. Okay, this is super cool. It's called speaking outside the box with your hands. Imagine my shoulders are, there's a line right here that's shoulder width. Then I got from my neck to my belly button is the top and the bottom of the box. So shoulders, neck, and my belly button. There's this box right here in front of me, like these, it's a border. You'll notice that new presenters will speak and their hands will be inside 
this box. But what you do is you move your hands on the outside of this box. By you demonstrating that your hands can move on the outside of this box, you will look larger than life compared to other presenters. You'll look more confident, more sure of yourself compared to the person who keeps their hands inside that box. Okay, projection. It's all about your voice. Is your voice, do you imagine your voice going out there and literally going into the ears of the people and going into their mind and into their heart? That's a great visualization to help you project your voice. So when you're speaking, you want to have inside your mind that you can see your voice going out amongst the people. And then also, another way to project your voice is to believe that what you have to share has value. If you're worried if it has value, your voice is going to shrink down. It's going to pull in. And it's not going to have the projection power that it really could. And then the last tip with projection is, here's a mindset to have. To have the mindset of, this is what I can do for you. Compared to, does anybody in the room like me? Does anybody like me? I remember watching a YouTube video and a guy talked about this. I wish I could remember his name. Changed my life forever about doing presentations. Because he said there's a difference between people who stand there and go, you know, this is, how I, this is what I can do for you. That's a particular attitude compared to the attitude of, do you like me? Do you like me? Do you like me? And I remember watching this guy on his, on his, it's actually on his website where I was watching a YouTube video from his website and he was talking about those two different attitudes and how when you're in the mode of like, do you like me? Do you like me? Your gestures are smaller, your voice is pulled in and you kind of just look like you're weak. But when you're in the mode of like, you know, this is what I can do for you. This is how I can help you. This is how I can teach you. That demonstrates a lot of confidence. So to help project your voice, Think in your mind, what I have to share matters. I'm here to help you. And you see your words literally going out to the people and really going into their mind and then being really super happy with what you're teaching them. So great, great insight here about, you know, getting yourself prepared in delivering that presentation. Now, another thing that's going to help you is to follow a type of template or an agenda when giving your presentation. And when I, when I look at templates or agendas, I like to divide it up into four simple sections. Now, the template I use, I mean, it's got like 27 steps to it. Well, I'm not going to go through all 27 steps right now. It'll just take way too long. But it's very detailed, clear from the beginning, clear to the end of the presentation. Now here, I broke it down into nine, four simple areas of a presentation. Of course, the intro... You know, that's how you start and welcome and introduce your topic. And then you got your content, you know, of what you're sharing and what you're teaching. And then you have a moment where you motivate. I just make sure I spelled that right. <laughs> where you're motivating the people to get them to really believe that the content's going to really help them. Then the last part, asking them to take some action. Now, of all four of these, where do you think people lack the most or they, they skip this step? You want to know where they skip the step the most? Is at the end to ask them to take action. It's cool that you taught them things. It's cool that you motivated them. But this one gets missed. And I'm going to work my way through these and show you some examples of each of these. But don't ever forget the ending. It's all about them taking new action in their life, right? Now in the intro, 
something that's really great to start out with the intro is a story that literally opens up the topic or opens up the discussion that's going to happen. You can start out with a story or you can literally just stand up and start out by introducing yourself, the topic, thanking those people who help put the event together. So I've got two ways. One, open with a story or open up with the general information of introducing myself and the topic. But to have two different options there of a storyline or the, you know, covering all the steps of the introduction, that's been helpful for me because that way it gives me a little bit of variety when I'm giving my presentations. Now, when I get into the content, I want to make sure that I'm covering everything about the content. And so I have these questions in my mind that I know that the audience has in their mind. They want to know why this is important. They want to know what is it that I'm teaching them. Then they want to know how it works or how to use it. And then they want to know when should I use this? Where should I use this? And then the last thing is, who is this going to benefit? So that's literally my list of questions. It's why, the what, the how, the when, the where, and the who. And while you're putting your content together, write those questions down and, and ask yourself if you're answering all those questions. And most presenters don't. They totally skip out on like more than half of those. They only cover like two or three of those. But to be a great presenter, cover the why, the what, the how, the when, the where, and the who. Boy, if you do that, that is a very complete package of content. Now, when it comes time to motivate, this is where you get to literally paint the vision in this person's mind, in this audience's mind, of how this content is going to change their life. But the audience usually struggles with seeing how this is going to play out in their life. And so this is where you get to be the one to tell them, you know, to say things like, you know, now that you've learned these things here today, let's imagine for a moment what this is going to do for you. And then you lay out the scenarios. And so for me in the motivating part, I've got to lay out a scenario for the man in the room, for the woman in the room, the business owner in the room, the parents in the room. But I tell these short scenarios of how this information could be used in their life and the outcome that can come from it. Now I tell them, I go, now I don't know how much you're going to apply this, but these are some possibilities that can happen for you. So to help motivate them, create the story in their mind by sharing scenarios with them and helping them see the possible outcomes. That is a juicy piece when it comes to giving a presentation. And you will rarely find somebody who can really deliver this because most people don't know it's important. Content does not change people's lives. It's how you paint the scenarios for them, show them the possible outcomes, and then point to them, point them in the direction of what action steps to take. So now that you've given them the possible outcomes with that motivating kind of sound in your voice and, you know, and telling the stories for them, now they're in their mind wondering, the audience is wondering in their mind, well, what do I do first? So you answer that question for them because every person who's learning something new, they get dazzled by all the content, but they still come down to 
well, what do I do first? And if your audience does not know what the first step is, then there's not really any reason to take any more steps after that. And so I really believe that us as presenters, we got to motivate them by giving them the first step that will be a win within 24 hours. So at the end, when it's time to give action steps, I think to myself, what could they do in the next 24 hours that they could do? And then they'll feel really good about it. And they'll feel like they made progress. Because if they can take and take that action step and have progress, well, now they're more motivated to take the next step and the next one and the next one and the next one. But I'm in charge of giving the instructions to the audience. What is the next step to take? And after the 5,000 presentations that I've done, each time I do this, I will have audience members who will walk up to me who will just thank me and thank me and thank me. And they'll say, gosh, I was sitting here wondering, what is it I need to do next? And you told me exactly what to do, Kirk. Thank you. This is really going to help me. Because people are looking for the information. They're looking for the motivation. And now they just need to know, what do I do first? So you give it to them. So to me, this is a great, great way to organize a presentation. But remember, you know, you can have the template, but if you don't address these that I covered first, you could get up there and be stale and boring, right? It's like, who's going to watch this person? They have no personality. They don't even look at us. They don't look confident. They look like they're scared. They're weak. So remember that this matters as much as putting together your content. Because if you don't have a great delivery system of you as a person, then you're going to be boring. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to listen to you. You don't want to lose their attention, right? Because what you have is important. The information you have that is important. And what, you can, what that information can do for people is really important. So this is what I want you to do. I think it would be super important for you to practice one or two or three of these here within the next 24 hours. And the one I want you to practice is how you connect to people. You as a presenter, practice must happen every day. Now, I'm not talking about doing your presentation every day, but your ability to give good eye contact to people. When you're out at stores or you're with family or wherever you're at, you practice good eye contact. Practice smiling. Really? The muscles on the side of your face, when you start smiling a lot, it's like you're getting, like you're working the muscles right here. You might have to get a massage for your face because your muscles are so sore. But eye contact, smiling at people, and imagining, literally imagining what you say going in the ears of the people, going into their mind and into their heart. If you start practicing that today with eye contact and smiling, just those, let's just go with those two things, two simple things, eye contact and smiling. You're going to build your confidence as a presenter. Then whatever content you teach is going to come across great. But a presenter who doesn't smile and does not have good eye contact, are they really enjoying what they do? Do they really know what they're doing? So that's a great place for you to start. Eye contact and smiling and then just nail that presentation. Just nail the presentation and have a blast presenting. 
because I think teaching is an absolute joy. What a privilege, what an honor to share something that you know and that you love with other people. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here, and thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below, you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.